Hey everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Mom to Mom. I am your host, Nisha Hopkins. Let's Talk Mom to Mom is candid conversation for fearless moms in business to discuss, learn, and share their struggles and successes of being a mompreneur. Each episode, I'll have the opportunity to chat with other moms about their real life struggles and the things they've conquered, and some may still be working through within life and in business. This platform is to help, assist, and guide you through your journey of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. I pray that you and your families are staying safe and doing well during this time. It has been a testing time for a lot of us, and I am wishing that you guys, you know, remain safe, remain hopeful, and faithful. So on March 24th, which was about a month ago, I believe it was around the time when they first put the stay-at-home order into effect for most uh, states. I gathered some of my mom friends and we did a live podcast recording on how, you know, coronavirus and COVID-19 was starting to affect us. It was affecting how we traveled, how we were going to start traveling, our thinking, some of the habits that we had, our children and life as we had known it. So since the show in 30 days well, 30 plus days later, this episode, I feel is still pretty much relevant simply because we are still home. We are still being asked to be, you know, quarantined. And a lot of us are just still trying to adjust and still trying to stay sane during this time. So I thought that it was extremely important for me to share this episode here with you guys for just anyone who may need to hear from another mom who's going through the same thing that you are, because I want you guys to understand again that you are not in this alone. We are all adjusting. We are all trying to figure out what's next and how our new norm will be. So let me get right into today's show. I want to first introduce you guys to our guests for today. We have uh, Natalie, we have Nicole, we have Jay, and we also have Shamar joining us. Hi, everybody. So um, my name is Shamar. I am, wait, we got to talk about what we, we got to say that we do and all that good stuff. I'm ready. <laughs> Always ready. However you want to do it. <laughs> okay. It's all good. All right. Um, so my name is Shamar. Um, I am a mom of a 17-year-old daughter. Pray for me <laughs> as I pray for y'all. Um, and you know, and I, and, and yes, we are quarantined. Um, I work from home though. I am a trans transformation coach. I help women rebuild, transform and reclaim their power after divorce. So working from home, um, is not new, but being mandated to stay in the house, it certainly is. Um, so that's who I am in a quick nutshell. And I am super happy to be here. Um, it's really important that moms are supportive of, of each other and are sharing our tips and what we know and I'm excited to do that with you all tonight. Hello, everybody. I am Natalie Lewis, author, speaker, and breakthrough coach. And, of course, a mom of a 12-year-old, soon-to-be 13-year-old. Y'all keep me in prayer because that preteen age is, whew, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but as far as working from home, being home, um, again, I'm the same, kind of like Shamar, um, I've been working at home because I, I am I have my own business, but I'm also a caregiver to my mother as well. So she's here with me um, and just navigating through this whole Rona. Rona need to go. But navigating through it um, 
and I'm here, I'm just excited to just be able to talk about life and the things that come with motherhood and being a single mother and all of that stuff. So I'm excited to just empower and encourage y'all to just keep it moving. You know, nobody expected 2020 to flow this way. I'm sure no, this was an interruption, but um, we're going to get, we're going to be all right. So we have Nicole and Jay that will also be joining us in a bit, but let's go ahead and just dive right into things. So as for myself, I work banking because that's considered a business that is necessary. Unfortunately, I've been going to work and I've been going, well, I've been taking advantage of this. Like, look, I can't come in this day and that day, but it's starting to really, really affect me because I kind of had a moment where my family pulled me to the side and they had like a look intervention is exactly what it was like you know i understand that you're working however you are putting your family at risk by going to work every day and being exposed and this and that and i'm the type of person i'm not really fearful of many things like i don't like for people to really brush their fears on me i guess you can say so i was really really you know overwhelmed with this conversation i could not understand why they were they felt that it was necessary to say you know these things to me but as I began to kind of research, as I began to kind of read, as I began to kind of see how it's affecting people, I found myself really, really torn in between, you know, going to work and just staying home and really just focusing on family. So that's something that I've been going through um, in the past two weeks with just trying to balance motherhood with everything in between so with the two of you working from home have you seen any changes in anything that has taken place within your business or just within your household um i'll go ahead and start so you know with working from home you would think that this is one of those things where it's you know okay it's a it's like okay i've been doing that but what you don't my computer must fall but what what ends up happening is that you're not expecting or i certainly wasn't expecting um Spring and summer are typically my most lucrative months. I do a lot of my traveling to go speak and whatnot, and every event has been canceled going through August. So now it has been like, okay, so whereas I usually use spring and summer to do my, you know, to do my events and to bring in a good chunk of money and that money that I stack away for fall and whatnot, um, the new task is how do I bring in that, those funds and how do I be lucrative like that now that every event is canceled. So now I have to get more creative. So, you know, that, I don't want to say it as an extra layer of stress because here's the thing about me. Um, I, where, where my faith, the way my faith is set up, y'all, in all honesty, I have been through enough as a business owner. This is my third year in business um, for myself. So I have been through enough, I've been through enough as a business owner to know how God moves. And to know that when I can't make the ends meet, God does make the ends meet. And also, I've been in here long enough to know that at each new level, I'm given an opportunity to get more creative and figure out how to do more. So, you know, the house has been, so now for me, it's been like, okay, how do I get creative and bring that money in? Um, how do I go, hard, go even harder virtually? You know, um, and then as far as the change, when everything went down, the biggest thing has been making sure that this house is a safe space. My daughter is 17. Um, we took one last trip to, the, to New York for the Museum of Ice Cream. And coming back, we got the notification that her school system was going to shut down indefinitely. And so that adds an extra layer of stress for her. So it has been making sure that my house is now 
you know, not only just my workspace, but a safe space for my daughter and making sure that, you know, we're broadcasting as much positivity and faith in this house as possible. So, you know, it has gone from, it's part work, right? Part workspace, but part praise space, prayer space, all of that. Um, so there was that. Now, the other thing about that is though, as you go along this, what we found is, <laughs> we were just saying this today, we're a little bit happier in all honesty. Do I necessarily know where, you know, where funds are gonna come from when speaking events get canceled? Not as of yet. I have some ideas in place. God has already downloaded some things into my spirit. And not only that, but you know, I've, I also do freelancing. So I know that's gonna be okay. But what we found is we're a little bit happier. Actually a lot happier to be honest with you. We're not rushing as much because like, where we going, you know? Um, but because we're not rushing as much, that's forced us to really slow down. So we find ourselves doing things that I'm ashamed to say we stopped, we haven't done in a while, such as, you know, when we're eating together, like we've been eating together every night. And I'm ashamed to say that we haven't done that in forever because when she gets home from school, she's exhausted. I have been on the phone all day with, you know, people for speaking engagements and clients and I'm exhausted, but now we're eating together and we're watching movies together every night. And we just went on, we went on like a three mile run slash walk because I can't run for three miles straight y'all, but I can walk for two minutes and I can run for two minutes and walk for one. Um, so we found ourselves doing that together and you know, it's just, I'm just like, okay, God, what was I, what was I missing before? Cause I thought I was doing all right, but now I realize that I'm super happy right now. So, you know, it has been, it's been definitely up and down. Um, the biggest takeaway is how do we navigate this new normal? You know, how do we, now that she's home from schools and definitely in her school is doing distant learning. Now it's like, okay, that's another kink in the mix because my daughter is a rising senior. So, so SATs have been canceled, you know, um, testing has been canceled. How do we navigate this now? She, you know, her, her school district gave out computers and she already had one. And now she's doing online learning starting, in, starting Monday. So how do we navigate a schedule? How do we navigate, you know, just this, just this new normal? Um, and thankfully what she has done is she has decided, my daughter is like very, I say she's the responsible one out of the two of us. Um, my daughter has created a college style schedule because she goes, she leaves for college next year. So in her mind, in her mind, she has no classes before 8am. So she sleeps in a little bit. She gets up, she takes her first class, which is usually her math class online. And then she breaks for lunch. And then she goes into her language arts and things like that. Um, and then after that, then we go for like our walks and everything. So she's been monitoring her own schedule, kind of treating it as this, she's already away at college. Um, so we're taking it as we go and just making sure the biggest thing to understand is I was just telling her, this is new for all of us. I've worked from home. Yes, sure. But to be mandated to not have to, to not say, oh, let me take my computer and go to Starbucks and work today. Or let me take my computer and go to Barnes and Nobles to work today. That's new. So to be mandated, like you have to stay in the house for her to, you know, not be able to do cheer and sports and things like that. Those are things we're navigating. So we take them as we come. And I say to her, you know, now's not the time to get stressed out because this is new for the entire world. So the best way to handle that is to take a deep breath and understand that ultimately, no matter what, 
you do a math work and you bond it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So ultimately that's where that's where we are. And we take it one step at a time, one face walk at a time. And um, you know, just let God do what he does in this season. And the biggest thing also with moms, I've been telling my clients, if you weren't prepped for this season, get prepped because this will happen again down the line, you know? So get prepped, right. We can't, we have to be honest about that. This will happen again down the line. Get prepped for what's for the next time. If you weren't ready now, get yourself together, you know? So if you have not been a good steward over your finances, figure out how to be a steward over your finances now and how to start saving and going forward and whatnot. Because, you know, they could talk about stimulus checks, but until they start, until they start running them bad boys, it's still just you. So how can you be a good steward over your finances? How can you grow your finances? Um, what can you do now is a hot topic for those multiple streams of income. What can you do to bring in multiple streams of income now? Because as we see, this is why it's necessary. Not the whole flashy, oh, because I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to have this. That's not why. This is what we're talking about now. This is why it's important to have more than one stream coming in. So when one stream closes, you have other ones to rely on. So um, ultimately, it's just, it, it has been, it's a, it's a whole new world out here. And, you know, we just navigate it as best as we can and be as strategic as possible. Absolutely. I, call, I like to call it our new norm because the things that we are really used to happening and the things that we are known to do is just something that we have to really just try to relearn because even now when it comes to someone coughing or it's universal to shake someone's hand, you are now looking at that like, hold on, am I okay? Are you okay? You know, so to try to learn that and to now, because my daughter is eight, so I'm trying to also teach her these things because we teach them young. It's polite to shake someone's hand or it's, you know, you cover your mouth and you do all of these things. And now I'm trying to teach her a new way. So it has become like, oh my goodness, like a little bit frustrating sometimes because you want them to do the right thing. But in the case, we don't even know what the right thing. We don't even know <laughs> how this. Are we doing elbows now? We are like, <laughs> what do we do? Like, kind of whatever type thing. Like, what do we yeah. do? <laughs> exactly. Now, I will, exactly. I will tell y'all what. If somebody got the connect, I'm about to YouTube some videos on my eyebrows. Like, that's where I'm really like, okay. How long are we going to go without these eyebrows, y'all? I mean, I know the grand scheme of things is not as important, but they look a little bushy. <laughs> I do myself. I don't know what might happen. So I just did the YouTube University, and I still don't think they're right. I have been talking about my eyebrows now for at least a week and a half. Like, please. <laughs> Somebody help. I gotta figure out how to soak off this gel. How to oh, reach on my that's own. Awful. Like, driving me nuts already. That's home, but it's gonna take forever. <laughs> so I know um I'm in I'm in Chicago and you all, I believe everyone is located on the East Coast. So what I've actually been doing in Chicago is following suit for whatever you all do because it seems like it's California, you know, it's the New York, New Jersey area, then it's Chicago, yeah. and then New Jersey in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of trickles down. So um, what are some things, you know, how did you prepare first and foremost? How did you begin to prepare? Did they give you time to prepare? And very no, it was just like, we had cases, then the numbers kept growing. 
Then somebody died. Now we're up to three deaths. Um, so it was literally just like, you better go to the store. Okay, but it was funny. I'm in New York, but I'm upstate. I'm in Rochester, New York. Mm -hmm. So I'm closer to like Buffalo and Canada mm -hmm. and all that. Um, so it was really just that. It went from literally one week, the stores was packed. The following week, absolutely nothing. Like, it looks like something I have never, something off of a movie. Like, the stores are empty. But what's crazy is, even before all of this, that's why I'm like, man, y'all... Being in tune with God will bless your life because mm -hmm. before this, I had been kind of like budgeting and changing the way I do my finances. So one of the things was groceries. I hate going to the grocery store. Like I despise going to the I'm grocery store. So I was like, I'm just going to start shopping for the month. I'm not going to shop just for two weeks a week. I'm literally going to go and spend about 400 and be good for the month and only have to go get vegetables or fresh stuff that I eat. So I've been doing that for the last... I don't know, two, three months. So when this happened, it was like, oh, I have food, but I still ran out and made sure I got water and all the little other necessities because I kind of seen it happen and before it happened. So I was like, let me go back out, make sure I get what I get. But right now it is like scarce and it's scary because supposedly um, certain stores are not getting truck deliveries or they're supposed to get truck deliveries and the trucks are just not showing up or the trucks are showing up and people robbing the trucks. <laughs> so it's like, it's real out here. And my, my fear is like, well, what if we run out of food? Like, how does this work? So it's just that wrapping mindset of um, just doing it. His school, I kind of knew that the schools were gonna be a pro, uh, gonna shut down because my son goes to a private school, but that Friday they sent them home with everything out their locker and all their books. I said, oh, he ain't going to school on Monday. If they already mm -hmm. did that, then mm -hmm. I already know that something is up. Or they know something that exactly. we don't know. Something's up. Exactly. So that part I knew. He, his school already kind of had the online system set up because they use Google Classroom for pretty much everything already. Mm -hmm. um, so that transition wasn't too hard for him. His big thing now is I miss my friends because he's 12 and he, you know, he got the whole two live crew. Uh, so, so he misses friends. Um, He's been talking on the phone with them, FaceTiming them. But other than that, there really wasn't any way to prepare. I just thank God that I work from home because with my mom, caregiving for my mom, she is home, but she also was going to an adult, you know, adult center, not a facility, not like a, a, a mm -hmm. nursing home, but a facility. They mm -hmm. closed that down. Like, it's real. Like, people's jobs just one by one shut restaurants down here. Um, I think we had, we might've had the 8 p.m. curfew before y'all did in New Jersey and New York. I yeah, we got it a couple, like some days later. Yeah, we've been on it for like maybe a week, I think. Um, yeah, so it's our started, our, the eight, it was 8 p.m. curfew sometime last week. Okay. And then a couple days later, then it was just 24 hours. It was. Yeah, so I'm just like, this is crazy. It's like rapidly changing. So every day every. there's something new. Um, they just closed down like hair salons, nail salons, all of that. Can't can't do any of that. Um, but what was crazy was I had I have a movie membership. It's like the movie club from from Cinemark, and I went to cancel it because I'm like, well, we ain't going to the movies. Let me cancel this. And it said, oh, they already suspended it, but they didn't. They haven't suspended all the way up until July. So I was like, what in the world? Are we not gonna get back on track till July? So it it's it was scary and i just thank god that i was in a position to go get the food go get the extra water um make sure my house was straight because i i just feel bad for the people who can't 
like who who don't have it like that who their last check was their last check so you know just staying grateful and being thankful that i'm in a different position but even as you know my business i am a speaker as well i was really about to release a whole a whole workshop series of events that I can't do what well, I can do virtually, but there's nothing like being face to face. I'm such a personable person. Anyway. Yeah. So it's just like that just changed the whole game for me. Um, and I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> like, it, I, It's just revamping everything. This just makes you realize, like Shamar said, you got to be ready for anything. And right. we hear that all the time, but we don't take it to heart until something personally happens. So it affects mm -hmm. us. Um, and we just got to be ready. And that's really what I did. I just had to jump out there and just let me go to the store real quick. Let me get what I can get and come back. And that's literally how it's been. I, I do like little weekly trips, whatever I'm not, I'm low and run on, I go to the store because I, my, my yeah. thing is, where is this? What, what happens when the food stops coming? <laughs> what are we going to do then? So I'm praying right. that that doesn't happen, but you know, you got to be realistic. And I know there's a lot of moms that's just like, well, it's not that serious. I'm not going to prepare. Get you out of the way and just think of your child. Just think of, you know, you got to put your child above you and what you want to do. So I, right now, spending is on lock. If it's not food or necessities, I, I'm not buying weed. I'm not buying clothes. I'm not doing none of that right now. I am really just focusing on, okay, revamping my business. How am I going to make this money and keep doing what I've been doing the right way? That's it. <laughs> That's it. So, Nicole, I do, I didn't get a chance not, to introduce yourself. So, are you able to just introduce yourself really quickly to everybody? Sure. Hello for everybody now and later. <laughs> uh, my name is Nicole Lawson. Um, I am a singer. I am a brand new, fresh author. So, really excited about that. And now our book release, of course, is going to have to be uh, rescheduled and it's going to have to be online. So, we're still planning for that. Um, but I've been singing acting professionally for, I've said the better part of 10 years. I call myself a parapreneur, mompreneur, because I have, um, since I just relocated back to New Jersey from Oklahoma last year. So since then, I was, I was working a full-time job, and I'm one of, I'm sure, hundreds of thousands affected by this. Um, so now I am home and having to re-strategize. You know, I had a couple streams of income, but, you know, it being the job, which that's now closed. And then also performing, which I can't do that in front of people. So um, this really forces you to innovate and find new ways um, to, uh, you know, to continue on, you know, make earning your, your living. So thank you. A little about me. Oh, and um, you can find me anywhere on social media under Nicole Graham. Thank you, Nicole. Now, um, one thing that I realized is before this happened, I was feeling myself being torn from place to place and thing to thing and overworked and just praying for a break, praying for me to have I some one. Yep. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the way that you didn't expect it, but what are you doing? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. And I had to really think about that, like, did I really, was I prepared for this prayer to be answered in the form that it was answered in? And so I think when I was looking at it as a break, I just wanted a day to sleep or two days to kind of sleep in, but just everything around me I, I, is changing. 
So I also don't think that it's something that I've really, really prepared for because with me going to work, I was still kind of, you know, going to the store when everybody, yeah. because I, our, our curfew started on uh, Friday or Saturday. Okay. And so with, uh, with that happening, I still had a little extra time to kind of go out and go get things and just really try to, you know, figure it out from there. But what I've noticed is a lot of moms are in panic mode because we've watched, you know, the schools down south and we've watched the schools close indefinitely until next school year. And mm -hmm. it's scary. My daughter is in the benchmark grade. She's in the third grade. She was also preparing for tests and everything, you know, to really help her excel to the fourth grade because it was a, a pass or fail. Like, you know, the tests that they were preparing, the tests they were preparing for. So what are some ways that you guys um, can just really provide that encouragement for moms um, to, to keep the faith and keep things, keep, you know, into place? Because I actually had a mom who cried. She cried because her daughter was graduating and it was canceled and she worked extremely hard, you know, to pay for things. I've seen posts where people are asking for funds back for prom and they're, saying no because they've been laid off and, and it's heartbreaking. So what are some encouraging things or, you know, some creative ways that you can kind of encourage these moms? Um, so with my 17 year old, right. Um, I, I, you know, unfortunately I, I coach varsity cheerleading. So I have a lot of um, teenage girls who were supposed to be graduating. They were looking forward to it. I honestly don't, even know what to say because how do you what do you say to someone right. what can you say to someone who has worked for years and all of a sudden this super virus comes out of nowhere and cancels everything including you know your uh, your ability to announce what colleges you're going to to walk across the stage i have not found the proper words you know i know i've given encouraging words but i know nothing can replace that um with my with my daughter going into becoming a rising senior you know, she was looking forward to going to junior prom for the first time. She was looking forward, she was actually looking forward to SATs because she is like on the college train, like, okay, her and her friends are in a group chat, which I'm thankful that they see me as a mom that's like cool, but knows that, but they have boundaries because I'm in the group chat with them. So it's like, where do they, where they do that at? Like, you know, who, what teenage, yeah, what, what teenage, what teenage daughter has and her friends feel comfortable enough having a mom in a group chat? This is where we are. And they were saying today, they were like, how is this going to impact our senior year? They are a year round school. So they start school in July. So they were saying, how does this affect, how does this affect the cheerleading season? How does this affect our first quarter with school? How does this affect us trying to get ready for our senior year? So what I've had to say to them is this is where you have to get super creative and think on your feet. Like welcome to thinking on your feet. Um, and if you're watching this, you know, later to come and you have a child that's in high school and whatnot, or even with your baby, Natalie, who's going into, you know, you have a preteen, right. this is welcome to thinking on your feet one-on-one. So when you, and I tell my daughter, you're leaving me next year in 2021 for college. So you're going to be faced with many moments where you have to think on your feet. And this is where it starts right now. So now while you're all at home and while you all are on this group, you know, group chat and group FaceTime. Think about your senior year. If anything, worse comes to worse, our governor just said we may not get back to school to the fall, which is like August or something. Worse comes to worse that happens, 
you start planning from September on through. What do you need? What don't you need? You know what I mean? So for, for me, the in, encouraging has been helping my child figure out strategies that are useful. Yeah. And then helping her understand that truly this too shall pass. This is the first bump in a long life of bumps and non-bumps and then the bumps some more. So you have to understand that this too shall pass. And then I remind her about your faith and your works. If you have faith and you're putting in the work, that's going to, that's going to produce something, you know? So with, you know, with, I would encourage all moms of teenagers to limit the amount of stress. You know, it's, it's difficult when you have a teenager and you can't monitor the phone as much, you know, you can't shut things down as much, but if you can limit what they're seeing and do daily check-ins with your child and that's of any age, but especially if you know your child is of the age where they're teenagers and they are, they have the, she has the phone right now in her room. God only knows what news report is breaking across that screen. I check in twice a day in the morning. I check in in the evening. How are you feeling? What's going through your mind? Are you stressed? And if she tells me she's stressed, then we sit down and this is that time right now because where we are finna go. We all got curfews. So this is that time where you truly sit down and have that talk with your child. Um, and then also, and this is a, be transparent with your child. A lot of times my, you know, my daughter looks at me and she looks at me as if I'm super mom or if I'm superwoman. but little does she know she's only the see, she's only seeing the fruits after I have cried, after I have prayed, after I have worked plan after plan after plan, you know? So I'm very transparent with her. And I say to her, you know, now I can be transparent enough to tell you a lot of times mommy's plans do not work out the way I think they do. And I have to rework that plan constantly. And you see the end result of it. So get strategic, help your child create strategic uh, strategies for the upcoming school year. This school year, it's a dub, as the kids would say, it's a dub, it's a wash, it's a wrap. Like, like, let's be like, let's be honest. My, you know, I was thinking that they were going to go back in two weeks. They, the whole district handed out laptops. Y'all ain't finna go back. It's a wrap. So let's call this school year a wrap. Focus, do what you can. Focus on that. Focus on what you can control. And if you're going to plan for your future, plan as much as you can without being, um, without stressing yourself out. And understand that those plans for the future are very fluid. They can change at any moment and you have to be okay with that. And do those daily, do those daily check-ins. Okay. And whatever your faith is, go into prayer with your children. Because right now we're facing something that we can't, fix like that it's a whole super it's a whole worldwide virus so because we can't fix it like that you have to help your child that that's not controllable but what is is how you respond where your faith is and then more importantly make sure that your child understands that home is their safe space this is where you can cry it out talk it out get it out where get get this is where you can really let loose and you know just and and you just keep doing that you know and i would in and, and and then i will suggest i will also just do some do more research with your with you and your children you know about those meditation techniques about deep breathing about stress relief and work and work work you work where you can for now I be out here talking for so long, y'all. I try yeah. to get to the point quickly. No, but no, I like to no, no, talk. No. I mean, that speaker in me. I, and you know what it is? Because all my speaking engagements got canceled, 
everyone who asked me I'm about to get this work because if I can't do it on the stage, I'm gonna do it somewhere. Nicole, I'm a singer also. I'm not like a singer singer, Nicole. Hold a note, feel me? I could do some runs if I really practice. And I haven't been in the church singing. Like, if you're y'all about to get this work, the church talking. singers. I grew up singing in the church. Yeah, honey. Y'all about to, yeah I'm about to, me too. I'm about to walk around okay. here singing and whatnot. So, y'all, everybody virtually gonna get this work. If I can't be on my stage, everybody gonna get this work. <laughs> Right. There you go. Right. Great though, because oh. it's, it's really just about managing your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can't panic, and then not tell, and then tell your child, don't panic. You got to set the tone for how you want your environment and your house to be. So what we do now that we should have been, what well, we actually still was doing, but we kind of got away from it because you know life happens, you get busy. What I was doing every morning before he got on the bus, we pray. I make him, you know, we read a Bible plan together because they always on their phone download the bible app there's a bible plan do that it's uh, it's right there they're already on their phone so that's what we we've been doing but we kind of got away from it because you know you get busy you wake up later you got to run up the house whatever um so we got away from that but now we're going back into it and just like i said set the tone for your household you know don't let it be chaotic don't let it be crazy and with him my son is a straight a student he has never received a b so not going to school and not getting his work done he like he'd be up still Six o'clock, I look in his room and he's on the floor with books and papers everywhere doing homework. And I'm like, really? He's like, I just got to get it done so I can finish. He, he want to be done. Like he wants to finish and be done and have the rest of his day to do whatever. Um, but even with that, do that in moderation, you know, depending on how much work your children are getting. This is, if you, and for anyone listening, if you weren't very hands-on before, this is the time that you are now forced to be hands-on. So you need to, you know, check their work, check what they're struggling with, find out what they get frustrated over. Um, you know, his thing is his math teacher, he, he loves math, he can do math easy, but his teacher doesn't really explain it the great way. Sorry, teacher, put you on the bus. But uh, but so he gets frustrated, like, he giving us this, and now he didn't even explain how to do it. And I'm like, just breathe chill you can figure it out and he always figures it out so just set the tone for your household that's number one if you're feeling stressed be transparent i'll be like hold on khalil give me a moment mommy need a moment i'll figure it out because like she said you know our kids are so used to us being super moms just figuring things out whatever doesn't work you just got to go for it and do it but in this circumstance we don't know. Every day is changing. So you don't have the answers to questions that they might have. And be okay with them asking you questions because they're going to ask you questions. The other day, I'm looking on his laptop like, what you looking at? This boy Google everything. He, he Googling that it came from bats and stuff. And I'm like, what? Get out of here. <laughs> so I'm just like, don't Google that. Don't don't let that the news consume your mind. Because um, at this point, we don't know what's real, what's fake. They don't even know, I don't think, at this point, because every other day it's something new, something different. So just don't let it consume your mind. Still try to have a you know good day. Some some people, they have to work on a schedule. If that's your thing, great. But if you're not working on a schedule right now, so what? Yeah, not me. I'm the same way. I, I'm not forcing him. I'm, I don't have a whole thing written out like 9 p.m. this, 9 a.m. this, 10 a.m., whatever. Chill. How you feeling? You good? Okay. You doing your work? Good. Okay. You hungry? Good. Is we just flowing? I, I don't have no structure like that. If but some people feel like they need it, so if that's your thing, that's your thing. But don't feel guilty about how you feel. 
if you don't know something, you don't know something and explain that to your kids and don't make them feel guilty. But it all starts with you. You set the tone for your environment, for your house. Um, you set the tone for having fun time. You know, it's cold here, but when it gets warmer, maybe we can go outside, and have some walks, go to the parks, whatever. Just do the things that you need to do to reset your mind through this tragedy or crisis or whatever you want to call it. We don't know what this is. End of the world, whatever. <laughs> So before before um, I let you guys go, I just have two more questions. So the first question I wanted to ask in regards to traveling, do you think that with this happening that you will in the future begin to limit your travel or not travel at all? How has mm -hmm. this affected you in that way? In my case, um, I mean, I got to travel. I'm a speaker. So I got to travel if it's events, but I'm probably going to limit it because again, I'm a caregiver for my mom. My mom is 69. I, I, I can't even play with this. I can't come in this house. With, I can't even catch cold. So I, I can't do play with sickness when it comes down to that, but I'll probably definitely limit it. But I feel like even this is going to change the travel industry. Um, you know, we got flight. I keep getting alerts all day about $30 flight, flights, $50 flights. I canceled, you know, his birthday is next month. I had to cancel our, our, our Orlando trip. Um, but I think it's going to change the travel. I don't think we're going to be seeing these cheap flights when stuff get back. Because how are they going to make their money? So I think it's just going to be, a, it's every, everything is just a reset. It's crazy. I'm like trying to figure out what they're going to do. But I definitely feel like I'm going to limit my travel. Um, you know, my whole thing was to have an online business anyways so I'm really just focusing on building that and making it stronger and building my connections um and really just doing it from home if I can for the most part but um I do want to get back to traveling because I like traveling this period that was one of my self-care acts to just get on the plane and go somewhere so I kind of miss it the last place I went was where did I go Orlando um, so I'm, I'm missing it. So, so I do want to get back to it, but I hope that, you know, for those who do travel, just use precaution right now. I mean, I don't even think you can go anywhere. I have a friend, her husband works at the airport and they're cutting hours. They're grounding flights. It's real out here. I think I can't, I, I just seen earlier today. I don't know if it was real news, but you can't even, if I came to Florida right now on a, on a plane, I would be quarantined. <laughs> like it's crazy. So, you know, it's, just take your health first before you take that flight. My other thing was, I don't want to go nowhere and get stuck because the way that they're closing these borders and closing these countries, I'm all set. I'm not about to stuck somewhere. I'm good. I'll imagine a trip in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's something that, um, that actually, it hasn't, I'm not going to put it in the ear that it has affected me, but every year we host the Mama Need to Break Retreat and that is an international retreat. And something that I've learned about this virus is it supposedly does not hold up in heat. So to avoid that, um, to avoid it actually happening or to avoid the cases that they have on these islands and Mexico and things like that, they close their airstrip. And some places are not looking to open it until June and July, which is when the retreat, you know, takes place. So they are working with everyone in regards to kind of pushing the reservations back. But then you have a lot of moms who are fearful, like, you know, well, 
I still don't want to take that risk anymore. And, and, and they, they feel the same way. Like, you know, they're being cautious, but realistically with them pushing it back to June or July, it's like, okay, you telling like here, they just told us we're quarantined for two weeks, 14 days, but then we get these, you know, notifications and we get these things that's going to be closed down into the summer. And it has you looking like something is not adding up. <laughs> so, so I definitely have had that issue. Um, one last thing that I did want to ask is just for a piece of advice for moms that are really struggling with kind of getting through this because they've either lost their job or, you know, they are moms of multiples. So they are just trying to figure it out for multiple children. They're getting discouraged because everything that they've planned or worked for, they feel like they, it was a waste. So, um, I'll start off and then we can just go in any order. It doesn't matter. But, um, what I've learned is this time has really, really helped me become more involved with my daughter's learning. Although I'm not, what I realize is number one, our schedules are jam packed because I'm a dance mom. So Monday through Friday, I'm working several hours. And then on the weekends, every weekend, we were doing something with dance. So we never really had time to do anything else. So this time has really given us, like, uh, like you guys said earlier, it's given us the time to really, really bond. And one thing I always say with businesses, do what works for you, your children, and your household. Always include them in everything that you do. And it is the same way with this specific process because if you're doing business and you're including them in your business and your business development, it's the same way with now because one, something else you guys brought up is um, the things that you're exposing them to when it comes to just watching the news, their mindset and things like that you have control over this. So it's really, really important and imperative for you to just communicate with them, to, for you to just build through this time with them, help them understand what's going on because you don't want them to live in fear and be so afraid to just wake up or go to sleep and things like that. So include your children in everything that it is in regards to decisions that you are potentially making at this time. So that's what I say. That's what, <laughs> that's what I've been doing. So anybody else want to share? So hi. Hello. Hello. So I will share that I am a single mother of four. I do not co-parent. And I'm saying this for a reason. Um, not not happy about it, but it's 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 for a reason. So you can kind of understand my situation. Um, I um, was living in, uh, I was definitely living in, I would say like below poverty before I moved, relocated back home to New Jersey. And I just over the past maybe six months or so got in a place where things were actually getting stable and I could breathe and things looked, you know, good. So I understand a lot of mothers because I'm in the same boat. So I, sorry about the background noise. So I had, and I say had, because as of um, last week, because of Miss Rona, I don't have it anymore. But I had, you know, a good full-time job, actually making the most money I've ever made in my life on a job. And then I also was doing, you know, performing. I was doing acting, um, you know, selling different things here and there on the side, not putting a lot of emphasis on it. So um, I also had a very full schedule. I have four children. My preschooler um, was in karate. 
Um, I have three daughters. I have a, a four-year-old son and my girls are six, seven, and 14. All three of my girls were in three separate Girl Scout troops. So can you imagine how full my life is? And I don't have no cousins and sisters and aunties, parents, none of that helping me. It's all me. So um, uh, I understand the mom who has lost you know, her source of income because I just lost my main source um, and also who's lost, you know, the way of life, even with the stress and everything else, you had things going on, you had the stuff that your kids were doing and all that. So losing all that, I can understand it. Um, my oldest has seen me cry, um, you know, and I'm, I'm very transparent with my kids about everything, you know, that we experience as a household because hi, Jay. Hey, melanated mom's in the house. <laughs> so I'm very open and transparent with my children about, you know, what we're going through because what I'm going through kind of we're going through. And um, I talk with them. I check in with them on a regular basis. Um, I would say to the mom who feels like she's lost a lot, um, I understand. And it's true. And it's okay to sit with that emotion and experience it and go through all that you need to go through. You need to cry. You need to cuss. I'm with you, girl. <laughs> but um, as you go through it, to, um, I can tell you some things that have been helping me. I spend more time in meditation. I spend more time focusing on, like, I'll stop. Like, I don't have a schedule right now. I just, whatever I'm feeling at that moment, if I feel like I need to get in the tub, and um, I'm trying to refrain from cussing because I'm one of them people. <laughs> um, if I need to get in the tub for a couple of hours, glass of wine or two or three, and turn some trap music on it, some gospel, whatever, <laughs> do whatever makes you feel amazing in that moment and whatever's going to get you through because this is like everybody's world is rocked no way around it and sitting taking time to journal taking time to this is a perfect time to just reset as one of you ladies said before and write out and script out what do i want my life to look like now because it's never going to go back to what it used to be so what do i want my life to look like right now what can i do right now while i'm confined in the house you know how can i still work because you know you still got the bills aren't going to stop the rent's not going to stop mortgage whatever so you're, we are forced to innovate for sure you know i can't get out in front of people and i can't go you know to ac and other places and perform so now it's like okay how do i still perform and earn money right here at this desk <laughs> um you know that's where we're at and i would say to the uh, to the moms this is a really great time to find community if you don't have it you know one of them i'm going to shout out melanated moms uh, we are in, and I'm actually the Central Jersey or Jersey Store team leader, so you can holler at me. But I, <laughs> and Jay, Jay's on here now, our founder. But find a mom community. Find a mom community to get involved in. It doesn't necessarily have to be your church. Everybody's not with church. You know, I grew up in the church. I understand both sides of it. But, you know, find a community of people that are going to celebrate with you, cry with you, all that stuff. Um, find resources. There are so many resources out there to help you as a mother get through what you're going through with whatever you need if you you can google pretty much anything um or you can ask you know one of us get with one of us that you're watching on this thing and we will we would love to help you and i just the main thing i want to say is you know all of our worlds are rocked so give yourself grace give your children grace lord jesus give them grace i try <laughs> as we you know as we get to whatever <laughs> whatever this new life is that that is upon us and um, just, I understand and I feel you with you and you are not alone. And that's all. That was great. Something, you, that, was per that, was, that was great, that was perfect. Yes, I got chills. <laughs> Drop, right, you good. <laughs> that was awesome because 
like you know you never you you can't prepare for this i know people say stay ready but there are some things that come and literally knocks you out like last year for me it was starting to caregive for my mom so i feel like i'm kind of going through another kind of that situation where it's like everything is on pause like i stopped my business and everything completely because i had to take care of her and also take care of my son at the same time i'm the same way i i don't co-parent there's i mean there's yeah that's a whole nother live. So, so there's a, that's the situation. And I'm was going through family court on top of caregiving on top of dealing with that. So it was just a mess. Um, but I honestly feel like that was preparation for what's about to ha what's happening now. So I too had to stop. I was working. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna go back to work. Cause money wasn't really what I wanted it to be. Then my mom got sick and I had to make a choice. Do I go back to work or do I try to take care of her? And I've just decided I was going to take care of her, step on her face, and God literally made a way. I can't even explain how some bills and stuff was paid last year, but won't he do it? Yes, he will. So so I agree, definitely um, be around the right people. Um, this it, this is it's very important to evaluate your relationships on a regular basis anyways, but especially now, be around people who will uplift you, people who will allow you to vent, allow you to be, take off that strong mask that we wear. You ain't gotta be strong. It's okay if your kids see you cry. It's okay if you have a bad mommy moment and you, you cuss, you do something, <laughs> it's okay. Because you're, it's, you're, you're dealing with your emotions. Um, just make sure you apologize if you do la tend to lash out, you know, just communicate. Communicate your feelings. Don't hold on to your feelings don't try to wear that strong mask and i'm good i'm good i'm stay focused on like you said if this is a new normal we don't know if i don't think there will be going back to just regular snack like your life it, this is a whole reset um so envision your life where you want to be and then make the necessary steps to get there um don't get caught up in trying to rush or rent a you know go through a race i know there's a lot of us sometimes we get on social media and we see people that that look like they're there or they're they may be there or they could be lying we don't know what they're doing but don't so much focus on other people focus on your goals um celebrate celebrate every goal that you obtain every milestone that you reach celebrate today was a good day i ain't cuss nobody out today was a good day my kids my kids was in line today was a good day they did their homework and I didn't have to ask him, today was a good day. He took the trash out and I didn't have to tell him to do it. So celebrate those little moments that seem little, but they're big and just be proud of yourself. Be proud that you're making it through. Um, if you do tend to feel depressed or you start to think about, okay, I got bills. Cause like you said, them bills, <laughs> it's the end of the month. Like April 1st is literally around the corner. You know, don't overwhelm yourself and consume yourself with how they're gonna get paid, you know, just breathe, take moments, and, and the strategy will come. Um, you know, and don't be ashamed to ask for help too. That was one of the things that I, God had to break my pride last year with asking for help. Um, because I went from making money to no checks at all. <laughs> so so he had to break my pride with being not being ashamed to say, I need some money for groceries, some <laughs> I need some help with gas, not being afraid to say that and surrounding yourself with people who love you enough to see you in need and fulfill that need without making you feel, you know, bad or a horrible person because you have to ask for help. Um, don't be afraid to ask for, for help. I always say a queen seeks wise counsel. Get somebody that can pray with you, somebody that can, you know, uplift you, encourage you, 
change your mindset that you can laugh with, cry with. I don't, it don't have to be a whole crowd of people. It could just be one person. Make sure you have that and hold on to that and value your relationships. Relationships are worth more now than money. Value those. Value the real people in your life. Yeah, um, I'm going to say this and then I do have to pop off because um, I promised my daughter we would do a special live stream uh, with her and I. But um, the, you know, the biggest thing with all of this is really, and this is definitely for me talking to me, be easy on yourself. Do not use this time to put your plan in place and get your vision in order, but also understand the gift, the gift that God has given us in being able to reevaluate our lives and reconnect with our families. You know, none of us did prepare for, like, even though I was a good steward over my finances this year, I didn't say, oh, let me be a good steward because this, um, this crazy virus is going to come along and wipe out the entire world and we can't work and I ain't going to be able to do nothing. That's not, let me tell y'all something. None of this was on my 2020 vision board. None of it. And I low-key want to be like, when y'all was talking, how 2020 was going to be different was your Pacific with your words. Like, what words was you using exactly? Because I need to know what we were saying. Um, so none of us was prepared for this. But this is with a time where you get your bearings really quickly. Know you were prepared for it. Get your bearings, get things in order, and give yourself a break. Um, Nicole says something that was so true. I am no longer keeping myself on a rigid schedule. You know, if I'm up till 1 a.m. working, it's only because I know that I don't have to get up at 6 a.m. to see my daughter off to school. We all sleep in it, you know? So we're living life on this schedule now, getting work done, but it's on our own schedule. Be easy on yourself because when this is over, we're all going to hit that road really hard to get things back. And then you're going to be like, dang, remember when we was just chilling? You know what I mean? So be easy on yourself. If you make a mistake, don't, don't, don't throw yourself in a hole. Don't beat them down yourself about it. Um, just take it easy. And then as far as, you know, the other biggest takeaway is I've had to learn how to ask for help for help. Also, I've learned the power of community and helping. I have a lot of elderly residents. So when the landlord's, were saying that they can drop the money off under the door. I was like, why don't you just open up the online system so these people can use it? And at one point, we just sat in the hallway and, you know, suffered down like, this is how you pay your rent online. And, you know, today I was at the store getting water for residents. Create that community. Nicole said it perfectly. Create that community and then be a part of that community. Don't just sit back and watch. Be a part of it. Be active in it. Because now is the time where those relationships are built. And you really get to see what people are truly made of and you get to find that new community. So I just want to say that before I go. Um, you guys, thank you. This um, is so nice. Yay. Is there anything that you wanted to share? Yeah. I know you just popped in. Um, we were basically just finishing up with words of encouragement that you can provide to moms that are just overwhelmed because um, overwhelmed with everything that's happening or anything that you can just provide to just give them a little bit of hope because people really don't know. None of us know what's about to happen. I know. I feel like this is like a little bit of the rapture slash, you know, the book of revelations. Um, but I also feel like it's a really good time to really discover um, the, the power of, of entrepreneurship and how to learn how to pivot. Um, I've said this a lot, like for me, um, you know, our, our community is based in social engagement and actually connecting with people in person and, and eliminating isolation. And now that we have the reverse, um, I feel like when I first, when it first started, I, I felt like the business was, um, being hit with kryptonite, but I'm like, okay, 
instead of being like, oh God, I got to shut my business down. How can I, um, how can I uh, redefine what we do in terms of connecting with people and, and not having them isolated while still practicing social distancing, you know? So of course, you know, we learn how to, we're learning how to utilize more virtual groups, I'm learning about different parts of my website that I didn't even know I've been paying for for all these years um, that actually does all of these things. <laughs> um, but what I also learned, um, and uh, shout out to Nicole definitely for this as well, um, I learned the, the, the power of our community and what it really means and value and how it, it, it is valuable to all of us. So like really quick story with um, all the stuff happening last Friday. It was last Friday, right? Um, a friend of mine asked me to help with the project, and I was all the way in Jersey. And Nicole was like, "Well, hey, if you know, if if you want to, you can just stop by. I know we're all in social court. My kids went, and to me, like, even though me and Nicole were cool and everything, but like just being able to sit there with her and connect and talk." And not feel like we had to have an agenda and I feel that it was it had to be scripted like that really really helped and I feel like to me it helped solidify um the bond that her and I have and the bond that Melanie moms has with other women you know because that's what you want you want to be able to to interact virtually but also feel like it's not a weird um transition um if you're in person you know so I feel like that kind of um was a confirmation for me in my head like all right so this this is really a community this is really what community engagement is you know not just online but in person um another thing i learned and everyone has been sharing also is asking for help is not a weakness um so I, you know, I talk a lot about like changing the narrative of things. So I really want to change the narrative of vulnerability being a weakness as um, um, vulnerability being a strength as opposed to a weakness. Um, a lot of people don't think of it that way. They only think that, <clears throat> excuse me, if I'm being vulnerable, that means I'm showing people the bad parts or the ugly side or the not, you know, the not preparedness of whatever the situation is. But it actually makes you human. It, it helps to make you the most relatable than you can ever be um, throughout any other circles that you're in. You know, when you're able to open up and talk about things that you're experiencing or um, pitfalls or even just asking others like, hey, I just need somebody to vent to. How Am I crazy? Am I going through this? You know, am I going through this alone? And then, you know, you'll you'll get that engagement from other people. And that is the, that is literally the epitome of support you know just being able to express that and feel comfortable in it um i feel like that's what this is i feel like that's what melanated mom stands for i feel like that is the glimmer of hope that we are all going to get out of this social distancing um yeah like i i don't know what else to really offer it's it's it sucks at that one in one in one part it sucks because you know we're we kind of don't have control over life like we usually do but what it is teaching us is um the distance is from outside distractions as opposed to our support and our family and the people that we do support you know um 
everyone in the country right now is experiencing their kids being home for the first time intentionally in since ever. Yes, since ever. And it sucked for like, <laughs> it sucked for like three days. And I realized while going through myself, I'm like, you know what this is actually doing is, is helping me actually see my kids. It is helping me see the things that they struggle with and the things that they deal with on a daily basis while they're in school. Because I'm like, that's your job. My job is to go to work and get some money. But now I'm seeing like, like, yo, this shit is really hard. Like, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I cuss. Um, <laughs> this stuff is really hard. Um, how do you guys manage it? How do you de-stress from all this work? Like this Common Core math, I don't know what this is. I feel like they need to have a parenting class, a parent class to teach you Common Core to teach your kids. Because if Johnny don't eat the apple, <laughs> <laughs> you have three Me? apples. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Let, me, let me like. Let me look on YouTube to find somebody that can help you with this. Cause yes. I never, no, I don't remember. And and that's the other thing. It's kind of making us think too, because it's like I remember learning this in seventh grade. What? What does that? Like, like, and I'm like. I am not smarter than a fifth grader. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Your, your skills, like you got to brush up. Like I feel like I'm going through seventh grade with you too, bruh. Like we've trying to figure this out right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it's the same thing. Like I, I'm good with like the English and science projects, but math and all that other stuff, I'll be like, whoa, child. Uh, you <laughs> on your own. I don't know. Yeah. So I agree. I feel like it's um intentionally. I feel like God kind of told us to sit down in Medea voice. Mm -hmm. Like, don't don't sit down. Y'all doing too much. Y'all distracting. Like, go sit down. Go sit down. Told I told us to talk, talk, so I feel like this is, the positive side is you do get to be with your family, get to know your children, get to know if you know if you're married, get to know your spouse. This gonna test relationships for real, for real. Um. I would love to do this again, first and foremost, but mm -hmm. I do want to just say uh, for moms who are still working at this time, just really, really take time for you because as a worker, you know, who still have to leave your kids and you still going out and you're risking your life and your kids, you know, health and everything. Don't be afraid to take time for you. Don't get so consumed in the job that you become overwhelmed, frustrated, and it overflows in your household. So take the necessary time for you. If you need a mental health day, take a mental health day. Or if you can only take a mental health 30 minutes, don't be afraid to do so. So that's what I wanted to add. I would love to connect with everyone and keep this going.